This is just a quick announcement. While Psyche Magic is on hiatus this summer, I will be pausing all Patreon payments. What this means is that if you join our Patreon now, you'll get access to all of our bonus content for free for the next four months until we premiere season three in September. As a reminder, Patreon members get two bonus minisodes each month during each season of our show with exercises and guided meditations to help you boost your dream magic even more. You'll also get detailed show notes, personal shout outs during the show, and a chance to have your dream question read and discussed on the show on our new segment, Dear Dream Diary. Head on over to patreon.com backslash psyche magic to check it out. Welcome to our very first iteration of Dear Dream Diary, where I read and answer questions from listeners about their dreams. I am recording this segment in a bit of a different style than usual, so I am actually going to be responding to these questions from more of an intuitive standpoint. So these will not be scripted answers. These will just be sort of some channeled wisdom for you all. So it'll be a little experiment and we'll see how it's landing. Our first question comes from Nicholas. Nicholas writes, a dream theme that comes up for me when I sort of just naturally remember my dreams, i.e. I didn't do some kind of ritual to help me remember or encourage dreaming is quote, the impossible task. For example, I found a cell phone in a dream and I had to return it to someone in the hotel I was staying at. I found out her room number and went to it. Then it turned out to be one large room with a hundred beds and many people. I kept asking people for help or if they knew her, but I just could not find her. Another example of this theme would be on a much smaller scale where I'm looking for an object in a bag and I know it's in there, but I dig around and dig around, but cannot find it. And it'll feel like hours have gone by, but even after searching and searching, I don't seem to have any luck. This is by far the most common theme for me, and I will remember it without some exercise that may encourage my dream recall, which makes me feel like the theme is significant in my life, because typically my recall isn't good without ritual. An example of something I do before sleep to help me encourage dream recall is actually something I believe that you or perhaps a guest offered as advice to help recall your dreams. After I get into bed, I just say out loud, Quote, my dreams are profound and tell me about everyday life. My dreams are vivid and rich. I can easily recall my dreams. Then off to sleep I go, and I would say the majority of the time when I do this, I have a much greater chance of dream recall. I'm sure there are other ways I could incorporate my witchcraft into my sleep routine to encourage dreaming and recall, but I haven't quite gotten there yet. Would happily take suggestions if you have any. I guess I will conclude with my question. What in the hell does this theme mean? Your expert opinion is greatly appreciated. May your dreams be pleasant and profound. Thank you, Nicholas. 
I was so excited to hear from you about this dream theme. This is something that I have experienced in my own dreams and that I would imagine is actually fairly common for many of us. So it's really interesting to me that this dream has played out for you in a couple of different types of settings, one of which I would say maybe we could describe as being a bit more macro and one that might be described as being a bit more micro. So to take the macro presentation first, this is a really interesting theme because it's happening in a hotel. Hotels oftentimes in dreams are part of the astral plane. Okay, stay with me, everybody. So obviously, this is speculation. No one can say this with 100% certainty and scientific proof. But there is so much anecdotal chatter out there about people returning over and over and over to these hotel mall complexes in their dreams. So a really fun working theory is that this is a place where we can meet on the astral plane, interact with each other without getting into too many crazy hijinks. It's almost like a bit of a holding place or a waiting zone, a place where we can work out some of our issues over and over again. That brings us to the issue. The issue is needing to accomplish something, needing to find something or someone and feeling like it's just not happening. I would imagine that the emotional quality of many of these dreams is frustration. It definitely is for me when this shows up in my own dream world. So that frustration, that almost sort of thwarted feeling is something that could definitely be extrapolated out to our waking life. What types of situations or recurring instances in my life are creating this feeling over and over again? this frustration. I'm not getting where I need to go. I'm not seeing the results that I want to see. And that's making me frustrated. It's making me impatient. It's making me feel like I'm wasting my time. This is another theme that you bring up, especially in the micro version of this dream, where I'm looking and looking and it feels like hours are going by. Time is our most precious resource. Time is the thing that we cannot get back. If I am spinning my wheels about a situation or a problem in my life, oftentimes we start to feel frustrated because we're putting so much time and energy into something that just isn't moving. So another emotional quality that I would say that comes to me in these dreams is often just a feeling of immobility. Actually, funnily enough, as I'm describing this, there's a tarot card that's coming to my mind. So I'll describe that for you quickly. The card that's coming to me when I'm talking about that immobility feeling is actually the chariot card. This card is so funny to me. So it depicts a man and he's standing with two sort of beastly figures on either side. He's got this celestial crown and he's manning what looks like a chariot. So it looks like a very dynamic card at face value. However, if you look a bit more closely, he's actually standing in this very stark, almost like block of cement. So it looks like his legs are cemented into this block. Obviously, this guy isn't actually going anywhere, but he seems to think that he is. 
in our dreams, we get to go to places that we can't go in real life. We get to think about and extrapolate events that can play out in so many different scenarios. I really love thinking about this dream in terms of the intention for action, but the actual sense of immobility. So there's wanting action and movement, perhaps even for movement's sake, but instead what I get is stillness. The chariot is a card about this very tension. Oftentimes, when I need something to change in my world, what I have to do is first get still. If I can do that, I might just uncover something that can help me move forward with a little bit more clarity and a little bit less urgency. This is a card of action and dynamism, but it also calls for us to bloom where we're planted. While I might have goals and hopes and dreams, which indeed are essential to being human, I also have to learn to be where I am. It makes sense to me that this dream would be something that would recur over and over again. At least for me, it feels like this is a lesson that I have to learn over and over and over. The other concept that comes to mind when I think about this dream is the concept of right action, which is a Buddhist concept, and it refers to only taking action that is deeply in alignment with the true self. How many actions do you take because you feel like you need to do something? You feel like you should be doing something. You feel like someone else would be doing something. So I do this thing. And then I realize that this isn't a good move for me. Right action is all about learning how to check back in and make sure that our decisions are aligned with who we are and what we need. Now, Nicholas also mentioned something I thought was really fun, which is this idea of having rituals around dreaming. I am always playing around with this concept. Nicholas mentioned having these sort of affirmation style rituals, which I think can be really fruitful and helpful. I also am a really big fan of just integrating some of my senses and even the elements into my sleep and dream rituals. So I really like having a specific scent or even incense that I burn before bed, maybe a special tea I drink incorporating herbs that have to do with sleep and dreaming. I've actually done a couple of different videos and Patreon episodes about herbs for sleep and dreaming. So that would be a great way to incorporate some magic into your sleep cycle. And lastly, I would say that another great sleep and dreaming ritual is one of just creating a good energetic boundary while you sleep. So for me, I like to create a white shield of energy around my energy field. So I imagine this while I say the following, all thoughts, feelings, emotions, and energies that are not mine need to leave my energy field now. So I imagine that clearing of my energy, I tune into that feeling and then I just seal and protect my energy. So I'll say something like this. My energy field is impenetrable. 
Nothing can enter my energy field without my permission. This way I can sleep and dream in my own energy. I find that it gives me a very authentic experience and I hope it's helpful to you too. So Nicholas, thank you again for your wonderful question. I hope that my answer gave you a little bit more insight and that you will continue tracking this important dream theme and watch how it evolves. Thank you for listening.